2: Movers and shakers leading businesses, nonprofits, governments, and schools across the Quad City area, Illinois, and Iowa. How did they get started? What is their story? Their goals? Their advice for the next generation of the girl power movement? And now, here's your host for Wonder Women, News 8's Angie Sharp. powerful positions. Welcome to the Wonder Woman podcast, a show dedicated to showing off the girl bosses in our communities. We have a full podcast studio with four dynamic ladies who have one thing in common. They work for the Quad Cities Chamber of Commerce, but there's something even more unique about this great group. Their leader is Liz Murray-Tallman. Liz, what makes this squad so special?
3: Well, thank you, Angie, for inviting us here today. Absolutely. Quad Cities First, we're the regional economic development arm of the Quad Quad Cities Chamber, and we've been in business for about 10 years now. And our job is is principally two things. One, to help uh, existing businesses grow, as well as helping to attract new investment or new companies to our region. Um, A few years ago, I was, uh, I had the great fortune of being promoted into this leadership position. And so what we set about to do was to create a team that can help us drive this new world of economic development. And so I have done ab- absolutely the number one thing you're supposed to do in a leadership position, and that is to surround yourself with brilliant people. Awesome people, people yeah. yes. And, and awesome and, women. And awesome <laughs> women. They just happen to be women. And um, and so when we created this group, and we're uh, the, the entire group is a, about, oh, a year and a half old now. And, and so in looking at talent and um, the types of skills that can help us take us to that next generation of economic development, all of the women sitting here are are keyed up to do just that. They have tremendous skills to help us do that. And also, they're just a really fun group of people <laughs> to work with. That's great.
2: And this is the only all women regional economic development team in the country, right? We believe so. We believe so, <laughs> yeah. We're just going to say it, yes, yes, yes. 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 absolutely. Yes. That is so amazing. So let's introduce you to all of them. So ladies, let's go around the mics and have you all introduce yourself.
0: Okay, good morning, Angie. My
4: name is Julie Gindrich and I am Director of Business Intelligence. Good morning, I am Janelle Wolber and I am the Director of Economic Development Services.
1: And I am Tammy Petchy and I'm the Vice President of the Economic Development Team. Wonderful,
2: welcome ladies. There is one more member of your team who wasn't able to make it, Michelle Lewis, also part of this team. Uh, What's
3: her position? Michelle is uh, the head of our business retention and expansion program. Okay. And her job is to meet with companies and help identify things that we might be able to help them with in terms of growing their company and, in some cases, retaining company. The thing with Michelle, and I think we, we want to note this, is that she was formerly a, um, she owned a manufacturing company. So especially with meeting with these companies, she brings some street cred Mm -hmm. and and really knows what she's talking about when she's meeting with companies on on how to help them grow.
2: Yeah, well, I appreciate that. We miss you, Michelle, but I'm glad that we have your voice, you know, your voice here and that you guys are representing her so well. Um, Speaking of voice, this is a profession that has been dominated by older men, right? is that right yeah traditionally yeah yes. until now yes. until now right? <laughs> yes. Until now. Yes. so where did you guys see this shift where did you guys start seeing where you could maybe get into this role especially if you grew up or were working and saw this as kind of a man's position a man's job so where do you think women come into the forefront for all this
1: well, I started in this profession back in 2008. And at that time, I would say when I was in at a conference, for instance, that 75% of the room was men. Um, slowly have seen that change. And in the 11 years now that I've been in it, I would say that it's at least 50-50, wow. if not, maybe even a few more women. So um, the change is happening. And um, it, it brings a whole new perspective to to the world of economic development.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I was going to say, what what is that perspective? What is that perspective that women bring that you don't think men normally bring or that women bring extra to the world of economic development?
1: Well, I think um, it's... economic development, you have to have a wide variety of skills. Um, It's everything from data research to project management to selling to marketing. To talking to people, right? Talking to people and and then getting down to the the nitty-gritty details of dirt, (laughs) sewer, uh, utilities, And sometimes there's that stereotypical um, perception that that piece of it is in the man's world. And so uh, we all do a very good job of understanding that. And we actually, I think we maybe even take it to that next level of we have to understand it better to make sure that people understand that we know what we're doing and Mm -hmm. that we can represent them well. Oh yeah, women know how to get the
2: dirt on things. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) we do. (laughs) Literally, and you guys are proving
0: figuratively, right? That's right, (laughs) that's right.
2: (laughs) What else goes into this profession that you think has shifted over the years because
3: more women are getting involved? Well, I think um, economic development is extremely competitive, especially in the case of trying to attract new companies. And so you have these uh, personalities that are competitive, you know, you're, you're competing with other regions, you're actually even competing with other communities, and even within staff, you know, traditionally I've worked with usually all male teams, and they even compete among themselves. <laughs> and so what I find a little different, and, and I really recognized it um, last, earlier this month when we were at a conference, for, it was called Women in Economic Development, what I really recognized is the helpfulness and uh, but, but among women. Mm-hmm. You know, kind of that sisterhood and helping elevate one another. How can we do a better job? Um, being more, I think, upfront with technical skills that you might need mm-hmm. versus instead of competing against one another, we really do t- take this from a team approach. Yeah, collaborate. Mm-hmm collaborating yes. versus competing with
2: each other. Yes. That is so important I think because I even though I think that women bring this amazing skill set to their jobs that some men aren't able to bring that kind of skill set um, and that kind of personality there are still things that I think women feel like they like like for me example I don't know anything about technology. I don't understand it. Getting this podcast on the air every month you guys is just like a miracle. <laughs> you know. So like I feel like I'm always asking questions and mm-hmm. I think getting over that hump that no question is a stupid question that it's okay to not know everything is a hurdle that a lot of women and I'm sure a lot of men you know have to go over but sometimes women feel like they're kind of tied down Mm -hmm. to those kinds of weaknesses as they probably see it in their brains right
1: yeah absolutely yeah I I I see that and Liz you know mentioned that the economic development conference and I agree I mean we feel like we don't have to know everything Mm -hmm. and it's okay to ask for assistance and to get the resources that we need and um, we don't have to be Mm
2: all-knowing. Right, right. Is this the conference that some big news came out about you guys? Tell me all about this. I wanted to hear all about this. Who wants to go?
3: I'm ready for it. The big news. (laughs) Yes. Uh, What's well, this article, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. Long, okay, long, okay. Long, yeah. I gotcha. They're like, we're just doing to. our <laughs> job, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what, what do you yeah, mean the big yeah, news? Yeah, yeah. I wasn't mean? in that session.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you were working hard. Yeah, we appreciate that.
3: Yeah. Well, well, for one thing, we took our whole team mm-hmm. to this conference, and, and that's something that we've never really been able to do before. And it was all, all of us together attending a conference on women in economic development. And there were over 125 women there. And it was all women. And in the past, I mean, 10 years ago when this thing started, you wouldn't have gone to a conference with that many women in economic development, as Tammy said. Um, So that was really exciting for us. And when we came back, the thing that was neat for us is it validated a lot of the things that we've been working on for the last year and a half. And that's taking economic development from a new perspective And what we were hearing at that conference was that yep, we're right, we're right in line as (laughs) to what you should be doing. And and for example, business intelligence, we've never had that kind of business analytics Mm -hmm. um, approach to economic development. Data, data, data. Yes. And so we brought Julie in and and Julie's from the private sector, business analytics, 18 years in a in a corporation, who's helping us understand what what does this data mean? You know, Mm -hmm. and so what we heard at the conference is data, data, data. And now it, it just kind of validated what yeah. we're doing.
2: So I think, Julie, like you have always kind of been in an industry where it's been male-dominated, right?
0: Right, exactly. Think? So my story is a little bit unique in the fact that I was actually a stay-at-home mom for 12 years prior to starting uh, my career. Um, when our youngest of three kids started first grade, that's when I started working for H&I. Uh, Ten years at All Steel, eight years at uh, the Hahn Company. And Primarily during that time I was doing like gathering insights on our customers um, on different products new product development always gathering insights so that's what I had a lot of focus on of course than doing data and analytics with that and um, I needed a, a change and it was just perfect timing because the Chamber, Economic Development Team, had this need for data and analytics. So that's how I ended up landing with this fabulous team. Mm -hmm.
2: And this really is one of these new perspectives that we are bringing to economic development. So what, I mean, give us maybe an example of how this is working here in the Quad Cities, across the country when it comes Mm -hmm. to economic development.
0: Well, I think, um, you know, people have, um, economic development teams have access to data Mm -hmm. But um, they have to pay a lot of money for it. Oh, and they only yeah. get it like once every five years yeah. or 10 years. Having someone dedicated to this role uh, allows them to get um, real-time feedback on an ongoing basis. So I can do historical research, look at the analytics, but then also it'll drive questions. Well, what about this? And what about this? And I can get it to them really fast. Mm-hmm. Um, you know.
2: See where our trends are? Right. Yeah, oh, yeah. for sure, exactly. yeah. yeah. Our
0: forecasts and what we need. Oh, uh, this looks a little risky. What do we need to be, you know, uh, maybe we need to go visit this mm-hmm. sector of our uh, region.
3: Sure, yeah, kind of finding the gaps, yeah. I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit proactive. Yeah. Um. It, in our business attraction program, in the past, we literally had the guy on the road. <laughs> you know, was a road warrior. <laughs> he uh, went around probably, you know, uh, two weeks out of a month, you know, was out. Selling our region and doing, you know, what salesmen do. Pitches, yeah. yeah. So what we've done is we've changed it a little bit. We're we're not doing a guy on the road. We're doing things that are based on data. Where should we be going? What's emerging? What what kind of companies should we be focusing on? As well as looking at our website as really the guy on the road, mm. having the data and the information there versus because that's where um, that is our our front door yeah, in today's right, world and And so instead of just you know kind of chasing rainbows, mm-hmm. we are really being focused based on the data. What's it telling us where should we be going? Who should we be working with locally? That type of thing. Yeah, being more focused
2: and more, I think probably direct. like we want you here. And this is all the stuff that we have to back it up. And this is why you should want to be here, too. Kind of right. like reversing it all, though, which exactly. I kind of love. Exactly. <laughs> That's women doing that. That's exactly <laughs> that is great. Reverse
3: engineering, right? Yeah, definitely.
2: <laughs> Janelle, tell me about your story a little bit. Sure.
4: Um, so I'm originally from the Peoria, Illinois area, so okay. central Illinois. Um, I came to the Quad Cities to go to Augustana College. Oh, I'm
2: an Augustana <laughs> grad. Yes, That's yes. great.
4: Um, and the summer before my senior year, I had an internship with the chamber, um, related to my major public policy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I graduated I had another opportunity to work in the economic development as economic development team as a intern again. And so um, I'm a little unusual in economic development field in that I started my career in economic yeah, development right, rather yeah. than falling into it mm-hmm. at different times. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, it's been a great opportunity so far. so I was with the Chamber for a couple of years. Then I took um, an opportunity in Clinton, Iowa, so Clinton Regional Development Corporation. Mm-hmm. I was there for about five years. And then I've returned to the team, um, been here about nine months now. So, um, yeah, so that's my story. My role within the group is to really, um, you know, you'll hear from Tiami about mm-hmm. what she does with uh, business attraction. Um, um, Michelle Lewis with our local companies, when they identify opportunities for growth or um, need for resources, um, I help to bridge the gap and to help assist our companies um, with whatever issues they have.
2: Awesome. Awesome. And Tammy, how about you? I know you kind of covered it a little bit. Yeah. No, that's...
4: uh, So, like I said, 2008
1: is Mm -hmm. when I entered this career. Uh, Prior to that, I was with McGraw-Hill College textbook publishing Mm. for 15 years in marketing and sales. And in 2008, uh, we were pregnant with our second child, and I was doing a lot of traveling with my job, um, and I just didn't want to do that anymore. I wanted to stick around home. And so uh, this position came open, not this position, a position in DeWitt actually came open, which is where we uh, currently live. And um, I led the economic development uh, and Um, for four years there, and then we merged with the chamber of the, of the Induit, and so I led the chamber and economic development then for another four years. Came to the Quad Cities Chamber back in August of 2015, and, um, and it's, it's been a fantastic ride for sure, and my, my role has, um, is is more about helping liz lead the team and making sure that our work plan is is on the right track and and moving that forward and then also overseeing the the business attraction program and so although i'm not on the road as much as what we used to have that road warrior out on the road i I do go out maybe once a month a couple times um a, a couple days at a time, um, but really it's a team effort when it comes to the whole business attraction piece of it. All of us are playing a part in it and we're really, um, we're, we're built, still building that program and so it's been a fun ride to, to watch how it has grown and what we're doing to
2: make it different and better. Mm-hmm. It's been fun just to watch the Quad Cities grow. I mean I've been in the Quad Cities since about 2004 when I started attending Um, Augustana College and I think like it's just been amazing to watch our area grow it's been really really fun to be kind of part of this resurgence of the mm-hmm. Quad Cities, and I mean, I want to put in my little plug for DeWitt. DeWitt yeah. has grown immensely I know. over the last, like, ten years. <laughs> it's know. been awesome. If you do not know about DeWitt, Iowa, you need to get up to DeWitt, it, Iowa. Yes, it <laughs> is outstanding. <laughs> um, and finally, Liz, tell us about your story. What were you doing before all of this, leading the team? team?
3: I started out in public administration, public policy. Uh, I wanted to be a city manager. <laughs> That's what I thought okay. I wanted to do. And I have predominantly worked in local government and then also regional um, local government in community and economic development. Mm -hmm. And and I just kind of fell in love with economic development. So I've been really doing that for about 20 years. And it was based on the premise of jobs. Mm -hmm. And, And I started right out of grad school. I worked in a program that actually worked with inner city youth and helped them uh, get jobs, mm-hmm. you know, and then also, hey, here's an introduction to education. Here's how you might, you know, go to college or do things after um, high school. And it was all about the understanding that, you know, what a job does to a person's life, mm-hmm. right? Their livelihood, they're gonna go and have their family, have a good quality of life. And, and I kind of always keep, keep going back to that in the sense that economic development really is about growing the economy but at the basic level, helping people get jobs and have a good quality of life. Right, because they need to have the money to be able to help the economy, exactly. I and mean, it
2: all cycles through. But like exactly. you said, the base of it is yeah. the job. Yeah, oh, yep that's amazing. So, speaking of your jobs, how has being a woman factored into your story? Did it matter? Did it matter that you were, you know, a woman in data analytics? That you were a woman trying to, you know, kind of get it, break that glass ceiling as far as City government goes and things mm-hmm. like that. Did being a woman mattered and did do, do you think of anything like oh yeah you know this was it was it was a it was a tough climb. I, love I this personally part I know about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I personally have not really had to ever deal with that. Okay, fortunately, yeah. um, It's always you know the people that I have worked with. We've always held each other up, and that's what I love about this team is that we are. Always there for each other, we're not competing with each other, and um, and that's I think that's one of the special parts about um, us is mm-hmm. that we are able to um, not be competitive with each other. Put that aside, yeah, yeah. and we're d- in it all for the same reason, and we just all really like each other, and <laughs> that's a good thing, too. Yeah, I'm absolutely, <laughs> and um. I've just, I, I've never had to deal with that. I don't know if anybody else has or not.
3: I think the I, women before us have, have done such uh, a tremendous yeah. job.
2: Paving the way. Paving the way. Yeah. I,
3: I was one of four women in public administration in college, and so it was very, at the time, uh, was not very women dominant. And how many uh, people
2: were probably in that
3: mm, major? Probably 60 maybe. Wow, so four it, yeah, out of 60 yeah, probably. Yeah. Wow. And And it was a newer, newer program at the university um, and and then i you know um, in the types of jobs i've had i've always had really good support mm-hmm. from my bosses and then mentors and and traditionally in male dominated worlds but i just have never really noticed or felt like you know oh gosh you know i'm being i'm up know, against a man's keeping me down you, right. know? Oh no. you okay. know it's Okay, well it's like, good it, it is and and i think that the, the the key to it though is really just plowing ahead you know and unfortunately you have to work twice as hard, you know, and you have to prove your worth and your value and and making it so that you're not, you know, um you know, so that so that you're you're, you're the best at yeah, what you I do. Yeah, you got to be on top of it. Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. Exactly.
2: I guess my point though with that question though is that like should women have to work twice as hard to get where men are, you know? Yeah, like right. when will we have like it's great that we've had women before us to pave the way, but now I do feel like we're kind of in this spot in life where we do still have to work really hard maybe we've had women pave the way but we're still working maybe harder than some of our male counterparts well traditionally
3: traditionally if you're you know you are the caregiver in many cases um whether it's your your spouse your kids your your parents Mm -hmm. you know those kinds of things so you're you're actually juggling a lot and so you have to be very organized with your time your priorities and I think that's the biggest change I've seen um, in the world of economic development we have a lot more women site consultants for example um, where they're they're just kind of like no nonsense we want to you know Mm -hmm. here's the here's what we need get this back to us fast Um, and because they have to go home they have Mm -hmm. to they have their second job of taking care of their family and those kinds of things so I think there's probably a little bit more seriousness you know, than there has been in the past, Mm -hmm. at least in this profession. And maybe overall, women, just in the sense that you have, you know, you have to juggle a lot.
2: Yeah. Yeah. You have to juggle a lot. You have to be focused, have your priorities straightened out and work hard, play hard. Mm -hmm. I just think that that's, that's really what it is. Julie, I want to ask you because you were, you know, you did stay at home mom, which Mm -hmm. is a full-time job, definitely. Mm -hmm. But then you decide, I mean, you probably, I don't know if you, you know, had to go back to work, but you decided that you wanted to kind of get back into things. Um, So how, was that difficult trying to figure out that work-life balance all over again?
0: Well, it was, it was actually quite fascinating. Yeah? Because (laughs) when I started, one, it made me, um, created, just had a heightened sense of what the important work I had been doing Mm -hmm. when I was at home. Sure. And then going to work, I was like, I need, A wife that stays at home. (laughs) 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 Exactly. Did you like not realize all the important work you were doing when you were doing it? I did, but I didn't realize to the extent because Mm, I had been a stay-at-home mom for 12 years, and I started my career Mm -hmm. um, at at that point. So after that, so it was really (laughs) eye-opening. Yeah, I'm sure. I was a little, you know. irritated as well, <laughs> <laughs> but I was so impressed with these women mm. that were uh, working full-time and new mothers and um, had a great appreciation for them as well.
2: Mm-hmm. And then Janelle, on the flip side, I feel like, you know, right out of college, you're yes. like, let's go, yes. let's do it, let's jump into this work world.
4: Yeah, so, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, so for my my world, it's me and my husband, mm-hmm. and we are um, new homeowners in Fort <laughs> Byron, um, <clears throat> so it's you know, um, I appreciate the efficiency and the <laughs> <laughs> being able to get out the door at the end of the day um, to go home and relax. I know yeah. that's probably not going to be my story forever, hopefully. No? Yeah. Um, but um, I do appreciate the fact that that's how our team works and mm-hmm. that's how our company
2: works. Yeah. I think that work-life balance is so interesting to talk about. Yeah. You know, I feel like I, f- I don't have any kids. You know, I got a dog. I got a husband. Yeah. I got a house. <laughs> you know, but I feel like I'm constantly trying to figure out that work-life balance. When is it okay to turn off the emails and not look at the work emails right. for the rest of the day, you know, or when you're trying to still be on top of things and try to be the best in your field and things like that. It's it's a constant battle, I think. And we're very
1: fortunate with our leaders and CEO, Paul, and the leadership team, and they are very conscious of the fact that you can't work 100 hours a week right. and that we all have families and other outside things to do, and, and um, we're fortunate With the flexibility and the the um, commitment that they have to allowing us to understanding that
2: there is life outside of the chamber. Yeah. So absolutely. Well, and I hope that by more women talking about work life balance and more women being in the workforce, it's maybe making men have to think about work life balance too, and not Mm -hmm. not just assume that you know the wife is going to be the one who takes on all of this. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes. It, it goes both ways, and I hope one day that I'm able to stop asking that question, you know? How did being a woman factor into your story? Because I do think a, being a woman still factors into our stories, even if we're not the pavers anymore. We are the women who, most of the time, are organizing the work schedule and the life schedule, mm-hmm. and I hope that maybe men see more women in the
3: workforce. It's kind of forcing them to do that, too, right? I see that, too, you in, do? This, yeah. in the, the, the younger generation, <laughs> where, the men and women are both working mm-hmm. and they are they are doing equ- equally Um, doing the the, the home stuff, you know, like taking care of the kids, picking them up, taking them to activities, doing laundry. Mm -hmm. You know, that's amazing to me. (laughs) Really, Sorry,
2: Dave. (laughs) I don't trust Zach around the laundry machine, so, and I know you could do it, but I just like it the way I do it. It's not a woman thing. Well, maybe it is. I don't know. But, yeah, like sharing the cooking roles. I mean, it really is. It's starting to become more of a shared role, which I think is a great Mm -hmm. direction for us to be going through. Um, I want to ask you all, what is a Wonder Woman to you? You all are Wonder Woman to me. You certainly are Wonder Woman in the Quad Cities and in the Quad Cities Chamber's eyes. But what is a Wonder Woman to you? Who are some of your role models? Who do you guys look up to? What kind of qualities, when you think of a Wonder Woman, do you see? Hmm. Whoever wants to jump in.
0: <laughs> well, I can speak to that. Yeah. Um, I think a Wonder Woman, you know, is someone who's strong, who's true to her convictions, knows when to say no. But let's be honest, you know, not everyone is born with that personality and that strength. So really I think a Wonder Woman is someone, a woman who is always trying to improve herself and Mm -hmm. do better, whether it's being a better parent, being a better boss, wife. Just um, a better person. Just a better person Mm -hmm. in general, living a healthy Mm -hmm. lifestyle, you know, just always wanting to improve. I think that that's a key to being a Wonder Woman.
2: Yeah, you're right. That's such a great point that we're not all born with those in us, but if we're always striving, you know, my uncle once, to, when I uh, on my graduation day from Augustana he told me, you "Don't start, stop learning after today. You have to continue to keep learning." And I think that that is such an important part of a Wonder Woman. Yeah, very well said, Julie.
3: Uh, what do you I think? Have, yeah. I have, I have a list. I think you know, the Wonder Woman woman um, is sometimes a myth. I think it's it's individual. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's. You know, finding what you love to do and do what you love, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and that's a hard life, lifetime lesson, mm-hmm. right? But uh, um, I did I did find a list from Lolly Daskal. She's the a CEO from Lead From Within, and she has like this list of the thing. How do you, how can you function in a male-dominated field or profession sure. or whatever? But some, what are some of those things that even, as a sixth-grade little girl, you know, <laughs> growing up, some things to think about. And then I've added a few of my own. But become a person of value. You know, recognize your own worth. Speak up. No one's going to appreciate your talents unless you do. You know, so become uh, indispensable in whatever it is you do. Um, let your voice be heard. You know, don't uh, don't um, apologize. I know we have a tendency sometimes to apologize. Oh, wait a minute. How many I emails do I start saying, I'm right. sorry, right. but Right, right. 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 Yeah. Speak with confidence. Uh, stop trying to be a pleaser. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. Know your stuff, and then more. And that's kind of what we talked about, you know, the, the fact that play to your strengths, and you, you do have to work twice as hard, unfortunately, mm-hmm. um, but be that subject matter expert. Mm-hmm. Learn how to handle conflict. I think that's one of the biggest issues for women is how do you handle conflict? Think of it in terms of problem solving versus, you know, oh gosh, I don't want to rock the boat. Yeah. Um, but, but come in with some answers on how to solve a problem. Uh, take on a leadership role. You don't have to be a CEO or a head or a manager or whatever to take on a leadership role in work. And then also even growing up, volunteer and, and do things that can actually help you grow those skills to be a leader. Uh, don't be afraid to ask ask for a raise. I think that's probably one of the <laughs> yeah. biggest things I've experienced throughout my career is watching women like, well, you know, I don't think I deserve this. And there was an article Sorry, but just but yesterday's Quad City Times about the uh, pay, yeah. pay oh, gap. Oh, pay gap. Yes, yeah. I saw yeah. that. So, very, very interesting. So I think it's real important. You have a value um, and don't be afraid to ask for that raise, but sorry, sorry, ladies. we going to be well. I yeah. be with
2: you yeah. later today after this podcast. my review with
3: Tammy. Wow, it yeah, pro- <laughs> profit. we <decisions. laughs> <laughs> Find a mentor or find mm-hmm. somebody you want to model. You know, like I like what that person does, and I want to figure out how to do that. How are they successful? And then from my perspective, try to lead by example. You know, um, become what you respect. You know, mm-hmm. and then also surround yourself like this, with with really good, talented people, smart people, and you're gonna look better, right? <laughs> and then, and then, and then I think this is this is something my father always told me, and and it's true. You know, uh, don't take yourself too seriously. Mm. You know, enjoy, have, have have a good sense of humor about things. If you make a mistake, so what? You know, it's not, you know, it's not the end not of the world. The end world. of the world. That's such great advice. No. I love that.
2: Yes. Liz's list. I know. I love oh, it. No. Snaps for Liz's list. <laughs> right. great. I love that. Thank you for sharing yeah, that. That is That is that that is great. Uh, Julie, what's a Wonder Woman to you? We already talked about yours, actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Janelle, let's talk about your Wonder Woman. Sure. I have um, to keep everybody straight. This is a yeah, I podcast studio, I I
4: love it. Um, you know, when I think of Wonder Women that I've known and worked with, um, it's it's people. Um, I as Liz mentioned, it's the it's the confidence, whether it's a quiet confidence or an outward. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's very important to be able to be confident in yourself. Um, they have the the efficiencies. I really value that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> um, that being able to get things done and yeah. and to cross things off your list. That's important I
2: love crossing things off it's my favorite thing or like brush yeah. teeth crossed Check. it off the list yeah. eat something done
0: <laughs> have you ever done something where you wrote it down on your list just, just so you could so to call write, oh, cross oh it off
2: yes you leave, yes it shower completed. sleep <laughs> cross this off my list yes I know bro. podcast episode done Check. yes but it, yeah being efficient yeah
4: and then um, you know the compassion um, mm-hmm. being able to, to step into someone else's shoes and to to Take uh, circumstances into effect or um, into account. I yeah. think that's um, something that we don't always see. So
2: mm-hmm. I, appreciate that I well. love that. I love yeah. that. That's great. And how about you, Tammy? Well, Janelle just stole my step oh, okay. No,
1: that's okay. Say that, again. That's, no, I. I think for me personally, I always have to remember like what is that person going through that day, yeah. and putting yourself into their position, and and not just judging them. On what their reaction is, and, and not putting it against yourself. It's it, they may just be having a bad day. So just holding things, um, making yourself accountable sometimes for things that aren't necessarily your fault. You sh- that that's something um, and laughing at yourself I think that's extremely important I'm a huge perfectionist Me too. and <laughs> um, I've learned that it's okay to make mistakes and if I laugh at myself about it, it will, it's okay with other people too when I make <laughs> those mistakes right. and and so it's it's just important to um, to be as calm and um, don't hold yourself to as high of a standard as what you think you should be mm-hmm. because others aren't at that level. Right. As Give what, yourselves
2: a break. Yes. Yes. We're all our own worst yes. critics, right? Yeah. yeah. Like the person you're really trying to be is just the best version of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes you're you're just enough, yeah. you know, for what you're doing in that moment. I think that's great. Um, the last question that we always ask our guests is, what's your advice for the next generation of the Girl Power Movement? Um, I hope that this podcast is able to be listened to by Teenagers, people in high school, people in college, even people that are just kind of starting their jobs in their twenties, um, or are looking to maybe get back into the workforce, and things like that. Um, what's your advice for, for them? What what do we need to tell them? We had our the people who paved the way for us. You know, we have the kind of the moment that we're all in now. What do we need to tell the future girl power, future Wonder Women in our community?
1: I'll start. I think I tell my nieces this. Mm-hmm. I have triplet nieces, nieces oh, wow. that are 16 years old. Oh, so perfect. they're starting, you know, they got to start thinking about, you know, what is it that I want to do? And I always tell them, like, think big. Mm-hmm. Do not think that you can't do something. You may not be great at it right now, um, but that doesn't, you know, do something that you love and don't look at the pay. Yep. It, you know, that's important as well. You want to make a good living, but Also, don't go for the highest paying job just because it's that money that you're looking for. You have to be happy in what you do, and so really guide your um, guide your
2: decisions based on what you love to do and, and who you are as a person. Yeah. Yeah. There was a professor at Augustana that always said, major in happiness. Mm-hmm. That's why I yeah. majored in English. Yeah. <laughs> but also majored in speech communication right. to make yes, other yeah. people happy in the yes. family. <laughs> but isn't that true, right? Yeah. Absolutely. What do you think, Janelle?
4: Um, you know, when I, um, I would say that it's um, take risks. And do things that scare you. Mm -hmm. Um, For example, being on this podcast (laughs) is not something that would normally be in my oh, we appreciate that uh, yeah world of work. (laughs) But um, yeah, you get a lot of new experiences and um, learn things about yourself by doing those things, um, and it I think gets you to be a better, more rounded worker. Yep, love that. Julie? Well, Janelle, you stole my idea, too. That's okay. We
2: like <laughs> stealing each other's ideas, mine right? Mine about
0: taking risks, but mm-hmm. really uh, leaning in, as Sheryl Sandberg would say, yeah. I think don't be afraid to lean in and uh, try something new um, and pu- push yourself.
2: Yeah, it's okay to be scared. It's mm-hmm. completely right. okay. Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: actually being scared is kind of a good thing because it means you're conscientious, right? Right. And so, um,
2: use that to your advantage. Yeah, use it as fuel, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Liz, we're going to end with you. What is your advice? Oh, I know that we list. already touched I on am. your Liz's list. list. I love my your Liz's list. I'm writing all those things down for our our website.
3: <laughs> I think, you know, just explore. There, You know, open up as many doors as you can and figure out, you know, I don't have to make a decision on my life today. Go out and experience as much as you can. And do it with confidence you know don't be scared just get out there and, and give it a try there's no right or wrong answers to anything in life so just go out and Give it, give it a try.
2: Yeah, give it a go. Yeah. that's great. Well, I want to thank all of you for being here today, Tammy, yeah. Janelle, Julie, Liz, Michelle. Yes. You know, yeah. you're here too <laughs> in this so room funny. with us. Uh, thank you for sharing your stories, and thank you for just being such a dynamic team and representing the Quad Cities so well. Thank you. Really, really, really yeah. appreciate it. Um, thank you to our listeners as well. You guys have been absolutely awesome. Uh, thank you for all your nice reviews, also on the podcast, on all those uh, ways that you can listen to podcasts. That's really, really sweet of you guys. Um, you can find more information about this wonderful squad um in the quad cities on our website at wqad.com i'm putting liz's list on there because i think we all need to like print that out put it at our desks and read it every single day all you need to do when you go to wqad.com is type wonder woman into the search box or hit that podcast tab at the top of our homepage. all right we'll see you next month ladies out